1: I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things.
0: Just a quick one to start, Richard. Yes, Um, yes. I've written down Relentless Pursuit. And that's because I quite like, I like the phrase. I quite, this is your new aftershave. I've, do you know what? That's a not a bad name for, you could see it at Christmas time, being quite an sort of atmospheric but slightly pointless advert, which you can't decipher the meaning oh, it's of. you.
1: It's yeah. you and you're standing on a rooftop in Tokyo at night for no reason at all mm. with a kestrel on your hand.
0: Am I tossing car keys in the other hand? Yes. But staring into the middle distance, so I can't see that they're going to land in my hand or not. They might fall off.
1: Yeah, but you're so good. They they hit the palm every time. But then for some reason, you've got a third hand that's just throwing petals into the street below.
0: (laughs) third hand.
1: (laughs) And then then the, the camera zooms into your face, into your face, into your eye, and goes straight into your pupil, and it goes dark, and then suddenly... It's 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 you, but you're standing in the middle of a wall of death with lots of bike, bikes going all around
0: Oh you. yeah. And I've got my and hands aloft like a like the ringleader of a
1: circus. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. 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 Ringleader. Wearing... Not ringleader, that's something different. Ring leader yes. <laughs> ringleader I, of a crime gang. Have I got have I got sort of
0: what like ten um Tattooed, bikinied ladies on highly modified Honda Cub nineties, going around me on the drum of doom.
1: Yeah, why not? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, do you and know what? Thing, that wasn't
1: what I was going with it. Where I was going with it. You're this wearing a long black leather coat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it's open and underneath, I'm wearing really short tennis shorts. Is that yes. what you were Yeah. But again,
1: <laughs> just... Chicago Bulls but best I'm no <laughs> <basketball best. laughs> You look like absolute shit, but that's not the point. I mean, it's a very But I'm arty ripped, to effort. be
0: fair, I've, because I'd known about this shoot for nine months, I'm ripped, right? Because there's yes, no way yeah, I would yeah. wear that stuff unless I was ripped. So fair enough. You're very ripped. small tennis shorts, Chicago Bulls loosely fitting vest, like the one that you might have borrowed off your dad when you were young. Yeah. Uh not that my dad ever has ever worn a basketball vest and, and a long leather <laughs> Matrix esque coat. Actually really and very these coats.
1: Very loosely laced rigger boots for some reason as well. <laughs> like I said, you look like a state, but in that way where it's almost like Well that must be cool. Yeah. Because so would dress like that if they weren't cool because it's less they were like they just run into a charity shop and grab the first things they could find.
0: No, there was a fire drill, and you did oh, yeah. realise it was a drill, and you just had to get, get out.
1: Oh, get my tennis shorts. Oh, what was, uh, oh God, it's cold outside. I'll get my big long leather matrix coat as well.
0: It's it's fire drill fashion. It could become a new thing. It's like you've got you've got twenty seconds to get out of your bedroom. What are you going to put on? And fire it might drill fashion. <laughs> 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 fire drill fashion it could become a thing right you've just got yeah. to mix and match in seconds
1: well you've got Second. jeans on and uh but no belt slip on smart shoes and then a dressing gown over the top
0: <laughs> I'd have a barber jacket with bare chest underneath.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and, I'd, I'd um, be
0: worried about sort of wind. I'd be worried it'd be a bit cold outside, but at the same time, it's a bit unbreathable. So you could just unzip it and you have yeah. just completely bare. <laughs> it's a little bare barber it's a little jacket, bit.
1: and then you've only got boxer shorts on underneath. But then you yeah. have got a massive pair of Timberlands. Yeah, on your feet. That's
0: actually all-terrain wear in some ways. That will cope some with ways, a lot. Yeah. I can't even remember what your aftershave's called now. What did you get? Extreme it's Pursuit. Relent, relentless Pursuit. Relentless and the re- Pursuit. So the reason why I've said this is because um, there's been... The, the thing that you put on social media, <laughs> I think it was last week, still or the week before, actually, my, it still has me g- giggling and howling, is the, the rich energy understeer footage that we've... Oh,
1: yes, that was when was that? It was ages ago. Last week, whatever, yeah. But we forgot to talk. There's a couple of things that we forgot to talk about, and that was one of them that we should have mentioned last week was, yeah, William Story, the man, the face, the heavily bearded face of rich energy, yeah, in a car park at Silverstone behind, yeah, behind his seating or. Yeah, I think it was not a car park, is it? It's just an area where they put stands and things when there's a Grand Prix on. Yeah, attempting. Oh I gosh! Think, oh gosh! To do a donut, a
0: really dismal donut. So he goes in hot, which is actually not the right way to do it. Yeah, uh, you don't go in hot, and he's in a Jag XJ, isn't he? but quite an old one, I think. It's
1: uh, yeah, it's a it well, 2011 so it's, um, car or something. I think it'd be pre that because it's um. It's a, for Jag nerds it's an X three fifty. So okay. alley bodied but the Trad looking one. Oh that's it. And, yeah, yeah Um I ran the Reg on the DVLA <coughs> sorry, ran the Reg. It's gonna sound like I'm in the CIA. I I checked the registration number against the DVLA database that you can you know anyone can do online. And it came up as a car that didn't exist, but then somebody on Twitter obviously has another source of reg-checking, and it did come up, revealing that it's the V6. Oh. So okay. it's not even the powerful one. I mean, I thought it's not an R because it's got too much chrome and stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. But weirdly, on the clip, obviously it's shot on a phone, so it sort of sounds like you're almost I was like, is that a bit of it? sound like there might have been a little bit of supercharger whir, and it's like, oh, maybe it's, you know, maybe it is an R that's just been dressed up a bit. But no, it's the V6. So... It's not got a lot of power. No. And that's, I would say, you need to do a sort of car park donor. Ideally, you want a good slug of torque, don't you? And I remember that engine, the V6, not having a huge amount of torque.
0: But I'd I'd also suggest probably starting on full lock from standstill because Mm. it's the greatest chance you're going to get of a car like that to break away a little bit rather than going... (laughs) rather than going in fairly hot on concrete and dry gravel. <laughs> what, what, Honestly, what the way the car shudders and
1: just refuses. It shudders, doesn't diffuses. it? It does <laughs> It does that classic thing. Because obviously as well, oh, it's relatively softly sprung, Jack, yeah. and it's got a long wheelbase. Yeah. And so he tips it in. The front doesn't <laughs> quite bite nowhere near enough. But then... the, the <laughs> it rolls and unloads the inside back wheel. There's no slippy diff. So then it just does that awful sort of
0: wobbly shudder.
1: shudder thing. It does a shoulder dip. Yeah. Doesn't it? does it? Show? But not like a, not like one of those sort of poetically beautiful shoulder dips, like a very talented footballer getting past two defenders. It's more like one of those ones where somebody's trying to make their way back through a restaurant where they've been to the loo, and they're a bit. And they drunk. see a waiter with a high tray. And they're a bit pissed. They just kind of go. <laughs> oh, <it> was sort <laughs> of Honestly, it's made me giggle every day since I saw it on your Twitter thing. I think I've watched it about uh... fifty times. I can't... <laughs> and do you know what? The first few times I watched it, I didn't have the sound on. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, this is hilarious." And then I watched it with the sound on, and there's the accidental hoot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you catch, you catch the horn ring when you're he mid flail. The horn. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's too good.
0: It's. If any, if you're listening and you're just wondering what on earth we're talking about, we will put the link to it um, for our Patreons.
1: But oh, we'll um, put it everywhere. This one, I know William, normally we yeah, try and honest, save the good stuff for the patrons but this, this is, one's been this out there This needs in to the be out while. there, actually. And, yeah, I'll stick it on the socials everywhere because it's too funny.
0: The reason why I said Relentless Pursuit, because I thought, it, actually, if you were on a pursuit for Relentless, the energy drink, you'd find uh, it yeah. because it's on sale yeah. in quite a lot yeah. of places, as is Red yeah. Bull which we'll come on to. But if you wanted to, as we said before, if you wanted, we've done a video where you actually found a can and gave it to me. But um, Well,
1: in fairness, I didn't find it. Our friend Alex Goy found that you could Ah. buy it off. I think he got it off Amazon where you can, supposedly you can still buy it on Amazon, but then I saw somebody saying on social media that in fact, now you can't get it on Amazon, which seems to mean you now can't get it anywhere. Right, because you can't get off Rich and... Energy's website.
0: You can't buy the drink from the drinks website. Well, hang
1: on. No, listen. In the let's be journalists. About oh, hang on. This. Right, let's I'm going on. Check.
0: I'm on Amazon now. I'm. I'm not saying Amazon's the best place for this stuff, but it was the last place. Oh, hang on. Rich Energy, they have an e- Rich Energy store on Amazon.
1: Oh, they do. Huh? And you because can buy on their a... website. It says website under construction.
0: Oh, does it? <laughs> Well hang on if I click the Rich Energy store I'm in it on Amazon and you can get a case of 24 for 29.99. Or yeah, so a case of 24 for 30 sheets. It says this is eligible for click
1: and collect. <laughs> Shit. Where? Well that should where? we should we do it to try and collect? so I think Alex gave me four or maybe six cans we had a can when we were driving that in Porsche 911 that time and yeah I uh, anyway I think I still had two cans left and my wife when we were moving house just went do we have to bring these and I was like yes because the one day they might be collector's items that's right and now I don't know where they've gone i have to, I did keep them, but I don't know where they've gone but I, so I still have them i've I've no intention of opening them because, as as we know, it's not actually that nice but could we set I'm one in um, could we
0: set one in resin with a Smith and sniff logo on it or something? I feel that could be one uh, of those resin yeah. artists. My son watches a lot of resin art on YouTube, which is actually quite constructive, much better than listening to shouting twats talking about minecraft, but um yes. Or we could go
1: a bit blue Peter in the eighties and create a time capsule.
0: That's a really good idea.
1: Things from the twenty twenties, and because you know, in history, when history books look back at the early twenty twenties, it'll all be about COVID because it was such a dominating thing. Yeah, and I've sort of some other sort of big headline stories, but rich energy probably won't be talked about. Mm. relatively unimportant but we could put a put a can of rich energy in a i don't know a vape and some other shit in a box and bury it and then forget like squirrels where we've left it (laughs) um i'm looking at the rich energy website which is under construction it is a bit desperate because then underneath it's got the email address for the sales department and under that it says two hundred fifty thousand classic cans in stock ready for sale but then it just says, all inquiries for orders, merchandise, and product updates, please complete below, and we'll get right back to you And there's a little form. Uh, but the picture, this, this very minimalist website, is framed by two cans, one can of rich energy, sugar-free, mm-hmm. and one of the classic, in inverted commas, cans, which is the black can. And they've cut out a picture of a can where the photo was obviously taken just in a room, so you can see loads of light and things reflected in it, including, I think, the photographer. You are joking, yeah? It's absolute <laughs> amateur hour.
0: How can you do? How can you do this? And I don't know. And the, the sort of like terrible understeering and stuff, and yet throw millions of pounds at race teams trying well, to pedal a product that you are not actively trying to pedal. That's well, where it, it's just so confusing to me.
1: It's mm, okay. yes. There's a thing online just came up last week. I think an interview with the guy who owns that uh, superbike team. Yes, superbike team. It is a British OMG. superbike team. G yeah. racing. I think they're leading the championship at the moment, aren't they? And he they um, are. He explains it's really complicated the situation, but but ultimately he's he won't badmouth um, Mr. Beardy Crockett Steer man, yeah. But he Billy jackanory he, he sort of Billy Jacquinoi. <laughs> Billy <laughs> <laughs> Tyre scrub. And yeah. um he's sort but of, he sort of suggests that he's not, you know, he's like the sort of figurehead of this company, but actually has no you know, I think the grown-ups get on with the business side of it. Oh. but it's all a bit murky. Now there's a book coming out soon all about rich energy, and um by uh, Alanis King and Elizabeth Blackstock, two US journalists who used to write for Jalopnik and various other places. But they've written this book all about Rich Energy's adventures in, I think, primarily around the F1 thing with Haas. Okay. I don't know how far. Because they've been working working on this book for a while, and then it's like this thing came up with the Superbike team like week before last. And uh, I was just like, "These, these two writers must just constantly have a headache about, oh, God, what's he done now? Yeah, because there's a point where they have to finish the book. I presume it is now finished and going to print because it's out quite soon. Um, and and the saga never stops. No, well, it's good for well, a volume two. If, I suppose um, so. Yeah, yeah. Which, um, anyway, I don't know. I, I I honestly can't get my head around a lot of this rich energy general saga involving sponsorship but also I think you've got to be quite careful because it's clearly still a developing story and who knows what's going on well i but, can um,
0: we can we can we actively invite william's story to drop us a line on smith if and he smith, wants maybe? to i yeah. mean we don't actually have guests on
1: no but we'd probably make an
0: exception i'd probably make an exception if, if he wanted to come on and chat
1: who did we – we said um, – so, hang on, we had someone a few weeks ago we said we'd make an exception for, didn't we? And I can't remember who it was. Was it Gordon
0: Murray? It might have been Gordon. If if might he can prove Gordon that Murray. he listens to the podcast, which rumour has it he does, but I don't know. We're probably a little bit heavy for him. Probably yes. a lighter podcast.
1: <laughs> Could you lighten up, please, guys?
0: Uh, <laughs> that's why he really um, like. he probably likes really faint music because if you turn the volume up too much, that's too heavy.
1: So yeah, and the bass becomes too much. Yeah. I wonder if that's if you're mates with Gordon Murray. Is that sort of a little running gag you would have where you could walk into a room and go, "Hey, Gordon, lighten up," and he'd just like wink at you. He knows. He knows what you. Will
0: mean. he wink, it's or will it, will it be the death glare? No, Gordon. <sighs> no. I, anyway, I well, anyway. He's, he's all
1: right, isn't he? He's. Uh, um, I've just been. Yeah, invited. Okay, so I've just I'll been like invited
0: you... to play with him. So actually, I mustn't. say so mustn't. So have you? Think. Yeah. I got an email. Again? I got an email last night. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to play with him in September. I'm not telling you any what? more than that. Listeners. No,
1: I was going to say, what toys is he getting out of his special? I wouldn't.
0: Oh, wouldn't you like to know, Richard? I would like. Oh, wouldn't know. you like to know? <laughs> I'll
1: tell you what. I'll tell you at the end of September, mate. May All the, right? may have the, for the Gordmeister, I'll tell you, the you what. <laughs> I'm
0: talking like this because I spent the last twenty four hours driving around in electric trains, didn't I? <laughs> and I must have said "folds" and "trains" it. I don't know eight hundred times. Really. I got very tired towards the end of the day because we were a bit of a road trip in it yesterday. And actually, by the well, I, this video might be out by the time you're listening to this cast if I've got my act together. But, um, yeah, I must have said f- Ford and then Transit r- r- non-stop for two minutes in different ways mm-hmm. to the point where the videographer it's- just looked at me and just went, oh, I think that's enough now.
1: <laughs> yeah, Are you you having an episode? Yeah,
0: it was. It was like a strange, an outburst of of bad ticks that you must. You've got to stop.
1: Do you remember when the MG three came out? You know the little hatchback MG, which I think you can still buy. In fact, but when that came out, the advertising campaign was all just around the word "fun" with an exclamation mark. Mm. That was everything. All the marketing materials: fun. The MG three, fun. And when I was driving it. I borrowed one when it first came out and I couldn't stop every time I was driving it assuming I was on my own in the car I just couldn't stop just going fun fun and then I got bored of doing that and started going fnur, fnur. and I realized it was it was a tick I developed some kind of weird I couldn't stop doing it as soon as I got out of the car fine every time I got in I was like, all right I'm just going home now see you everyone bye-bye as I drove along it's a shame, really. It was a nice
0: little car. Actually, weirdly. How high can um, you say "fun"? Just out of curiosity. How high? Yeah. How high?
1: Fun. <clears throat> no, it needs I, to be I could higher. I'd probably go that. a little bit higher,
0: but I'm thinking Barry Gibb from Bee Gees. Fun.
1: No, it's it's cracking. Fun, 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 fun.
0: fun. <laughs> fun. Oh, that was good. I could do with it. He- I was thinking fun. actually, fun. one, one fun. day, maybe perhaps for a festive special podcast, we should mm-hmm. do some helium. Um, some so just some little chats and quotes, but with the use of helium,
1: uh, could be something okay. we could do. Um, Put that on the list. Uh, yeah. hey, talking of um, listen, th- things that we say on this podcast that mm-hmm. are sort of wearily familiar, uh, I want to talk to you about the Range Rover spoke. <sighs> Spoked <Spult. sighs> because I would say the Range Rover Spoked is generally not an old money car no, Pro- no. full size range rover like i've got yeah. can be old money after all her majesty the queen has got one that's right and she's got it in dark green clear glass and it's, it's sort of quite old which i think is always a is a good measure of old money don't have a new you don't
0: car. have to have the latest thing
1: but she, absolutely not
0: and she has a spare wheel cover which is a slightly UV-damaged cluster of corgis. Um, <laughs> you know, it's always a uv damage, So the corgis are slightly blue, and you're like, why are they blue?
1: <laughs> There's a car down the road from me that's got one of those... You know those... Um, uh, now, hang on. I'm going to get the shape wrong. Basically, it's a square that's been tilted on its side. So a diamond, but there's a, probably another name, isn't it? Anyway, it's a, let's say a diamond shape. Is it, uh, is it, know, a, rhom- is it a rhombus? On. Rhombus? Is it a rhombus? I wanted to say rhombus, but I feel like that's wrong-bus. Um, but you know the ones that's got a, a sucker pad on it, so you can sucker it to the side window and or the back, and often they they would say, like, baby on board or something like that. Yeah. And this one says Jack Russell on board. And it's got, Yeah, it's got a picture of... A Jack Russell dog, but I I was thinking I'd absolutely love it if it just said Jack Russell on board. Then it's got a picture of a sort of kindly faced old man. Well, that cricket, the cricketer that doesn't wash, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Um, he's
0: on board. I think he does wash. I'm just joking, but he is called Jack Russell. Actually, I I think he's still alive. I'm saying that I don't know, but I do know that he wears the same jumper, and Mm. it's parallelogram.
1: Parallelogram, yes,
0: I think so. So, two parallel lines, obviously, and then yeah. a slant. All the lines are parallel, and then the verticals are slanted.
1: But it's symmetrical. It's not like the Renault logo, yeah, which yeah. is also a parallelogram. say. someone will write in about this. There's probably some. I should know.
0: I used to be quite good at my. Rhombus is a diamond. I think rhombus is okay. a diamond. All right.
1: Well, anyway, that's, it's
0: one of those. Don't you want to keep talking about them? Not really. Don't, what I was going uh, to tell like you
1: about okay. is the Range Rover spout that I saw, which I think was is the first old money Range Rover sport i've ever seen and let me talk you through it it was i was standing in a shop waiting to be served and i looked out the window and it had just pulled up at some lights outside first generation Spolt, so nice and old yeah that's good dark green it was absolutely immaculate like the paint was just beautiful so cared for as well okay beautifully cared for car clear glass a rare thing to see on that car, very much so. And because it was clear glass, it gave me a good view of the interior, which had uh, cream leather seats. Again, they just looked—they looked so immaculate. You could see the immaculateness. Um, and the occupants were two very spry-looking, grey-haired people, couple. Oh. And they just looked sort of—and they—they and they just looked sort of, you know, hearty and healthy in that way that being able to afford really good food. Yes, so it's just permits. about
0: to say so financially comfortable, but they're not—they're not, they're exactly. not o- overtly rich.
1: Yeah, and um, and it was the TDV eight I noticed as they drove on. So, you know, not the not—they'd spent some money on. It. I presume they'd had it since new. The condition suggested so, but I just thought
0: that is the hmm. fir- that could be the first old money spoil.
1: Maybe the the very tall, hefty, very old gateposts of their house don't permit easy ingress and egress <coughs> of a full-size Range Rover. So they've sort of been forced into the spokes and they've just had to make do and make it as as tasteful as possible. Not very big alloys on it either. Not the smallest, but sort of medium size. So it looked okay, but it didn't have like full sort of, you know, showy, offy wheels on it. I just thought, that's interesting. That is interesting. <clears throat> I, I don't think I've ever seen one in that spec before. It looked good. I have to admit, I kind of went, "Oh, that's nice, isn't it?" But, um, yeah, there there's we go. So a, there's an old money motor which goes past my house
0: periodically, but I'm never in a position whether, where I where I see it stopped, so I could put a note on it, and I've never seen the person out of the car, so I can't really kind of talk to them. But they must live fairly close by, mm. and it is. I've got to get this right now. It's the really the last of the boxy shaped Volvos. Which did they badge them? Um, it's a saloon, and is it a nine series? But they badged it something else towards the end of its life.
1: Right towards the end of its life, it was the S ninety.
0: That's right. So it's badged. Exactly. I thought you were going to say. It. I knew it was an S something. So it's badged as an S ninety, but it is just a sort of eighties looking boxy nine series Volvo. Yeah. However. Crucially, it's 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 Burgundy wine coloured, and it's in really good condition. Too, it has a small badge bar because you know they've got a fairly shallow grill, haven't they? Those ones from there yes. quite a shallow grill. It's got a badge bar on it, which is probably I'm going—I'm I'm putting my fingers up like I'm showing you what size trout I caught the weekend. I'm <laughs> I'm saying it's about a ten-inch wide badge bar, chrome. And it has an mm. old, had an old AA badge on it, and another badge which I actually it keeps going by too quickly. I can't work out what it is. But it's a, and, and also there is, of course, a Panama hat on the parcel shelf, which, as you know, is the sign oh. of a oh. well cared for vehicle. Yes, uh, by a person of a certain type. Um, yes. And I do like the Panama hat, I have to say. I don't wear one, but I like seeing one on the shelf because it instantly draws me in. <laughs> and I think, I'm just going to quickly <laughs> have a quick look around this car without <laughs> looking dodgy. I'm not scoping it to nick it. I'm just having a little uh, a courtesy glance. Um, but this guy's got that. And I, I desperately want to, to have a chat about this car because it's one of those ones which if you ever wanted to buy a car, you'd be like, yeah. I need to buy that S90. That is the last oh of gosh. the old guard.
1: Yeah. That'll have the straight six.
0: It does have the straight six because I can hear it when it goes by. Ooh. And it's probably never done more than 55 miles an hour because it just slinks by. And it, say, and it looks great. Car has
1: not been over 2,500 revs in its life.
0: No, no. It's great and I want it. So if you if you if you're listening to this podcast and you're an older man with a
1: wine-coloured S90 wine coloured S ninety. Wine, it's the wine, wine colour as well is so perfect. It really is. Wine. And, and wi- <laughs> wine a wine. A white
0: wine for my wife. And you know he uses very old fashioned, quite difficult to get out of the tin turtle wax. You know the stuff that I yeah. mean? <laughs> or
1: myrrh yes myrrh I think or he's got maybe he's got a bit of tea cut but like in a metal tin still oh shit one of those yeah he's one of them it's beautiful he's
0: these people these people are the perfect exercise in not upcycling as such but and not and Mm. not mending and make do so much but buying a vehicle knowing full well it's got to last for 15 plus years yeah. And I think that's which, something we need to return to.
1: Yeah, well, Volvo used to be... I and mean, there's that story, which I've never managed to track it down, so I haven't been able to put it in one of my boring books, I think, but that when Volvo were about to launch the 850, I was getting close to production after about 10 odd years of development. They suddenly panicked that, 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 you know, they'd gone all radical with front-wheel drive and things like that, and that it wasn't durable enough. And they signed off uh, improved... Materials for certain parts of the car that cost them like fifty quid per car extra, which is a lot, and you're going to make you know a hundred thousand cars a year or something. Mm. That's like that's that's a chunk of money you've just knocked off your profits. But they were so paranoid that it wouldn't be Volvo durable and wouldn't last for fifteen twenty years without effort that they they over overcompensated in the early days, and that's. That's Fantastic. I've been doing a bit of reading up on this because I have this. I mean, you know, particularly with all the stuff that's in the news about you know the climate and it becoming fuck hot recently in this country. Yes, that's true. You know, and I have these hot. pangs of guilt about driving around in a supercharged Range Rover. But well, know, I don't know what well, I don't know, know I <laughs> well, don't know what that's all about. You know, but in fairness, I don't do many miles and I was trying to so, you know, but there's all this thing about well, is, is it better to keep a 12 year old car going? rather than buying a new car and the sort of carbon costs of all these things. And you can cut this so many different ways and depending on where you go, you get different figures. But it seems like I'd have to drive my car based on average figures, so it's all a bit vague, but let's assume that it gives you some kind of ballpark. I'd have to drive my car for another 40,000 miles to release the same amount of CO2 as having a new car made. And that's assuming just a sort of medium-sized ordinary car, not anything with batteries. As far as I can yeah, work out. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Well, as you say, so, it is. It is a bit of a kind of um, a box of frogs. You've got wheel the wheel to well argument. Mm. You've got the argument where um, it's about localized air quality versus emissions globally from yeah. a from a factory or otherwise. Uh, And what's more important? And that's what people are saying with EVs. Oh, well, you know, it's all very well. There's no exhaust and stuff. But like, how are you charging it? Are you charging it using coal? If so, it's just billowing smoke somewhere else away from your house. Mm. Well, I I do sort of understand that. But I suppose Mm. yeah, you've got to start somewhere. And ideally, you want to start from both ends and work into the middle. But um... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom.
1: That's Blue Nile.com.
0: Yeah, right. I, um, I do. I mean, supercharged Range Rover, Richard. I don't know what to say apart from that. I need to. Should I drive my Dodge more? Although I, <laughs> I've, I've, I've just looked at the. i looked at the prices of. I looked at the prices of fuel again, and even though my tariff of um, electricity's gone up, which is where I charge mm. my car most of the time, has gone up definitely. My bills have mm. gone up. Nowhere near mm. what the cost per liter of dirty E10 is the fuel line <laughs> rotting mess that it seems to have become. Case in point, my Beetle, I went to take it to a show at the weekend with my kids. Bastard thing yeah. wouldn't start for the first time in years and years. Years? Bearing in mind, I have gone through the entire fuel system in that car in the last 12 months. Every single part that fuel passes through is new, like new, new.
1: know. Oh. And,
0: and I can't get fuel from the front, where the fuel tank lives, to the to the back the fuel pump the diaphragm of the fuel pumps wanked again and i've re- rebuilt the fuel pump with all new parts it's like come on throw so my boat
1: what is the the e10 has frigged your diaphragm
0: i can't blame it directly on e10 without proof right now but i'm i'm, I'm, I'm at the angry stage where i i'm, I'm just annoyed at the fact that <laughs> I've, go, well, I've got to go i've got to go back in and look at all the things i've already taken off and rebuilt on that car and yet I left that car in 2004 and it started in 2012 with nothing more than half a can of fresh fuel. And you're like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> and now I've rebuilt uh. it and I've worshipped it and it's thanked me by just not delivering fuel to the carburettor. Um, so I've got to, yeah, I'm going to blame it on E10. Yeah, I do. Not. You could blame it on the boogie though, let's face it. Um, yeah,
1: well, I mean, as long as you're not bringing the moonlight or the good times into it, I think it's well, a legitimate complaint
0: we're talking of moonlight actually that was one of the things I was going to bring up at the start which I hadn't mentioned the other week when I said I went on holiday Uh, I was explaining to the kids about the moon's gravitational pull uh, affecting the tides and all that and the kids were blown away
1: the the moon acts like a mass damper for the earth uh, affecting the tides
0: it does doesn't it mate Um, I've got to say it's quite impressive but um Mm. So I was explaining all that and we we were going in the sea regularly and I've just bought a brand new wetsuit after lots of research okay. I was Have you? Quite, yeah, I've 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 unfortunately can't fit in the one that I bought when I was 16. So even though it's in, still in really good nick. So I've done a lot of research and I bought this wetsuit and it uses some it's uses some recycled materials. It's quite it was a nice wetsuit, okay? Hmm. Emphasis on the was. Um hmm. Mm-hmm. I went for a slightly thicker one, five mil in the torso, four mil in the arms and all that. So I can use it in like autumn if I wanted. And uh, I unwrapped it on holiday. I put it on and I went in the sea with the kids. And as we were going down to the sea, that we went to this 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 little beach, which is hard to get to. And there was no one there apart from a chap and his girlfriend who were walking down at the same time as us with a dog. He was quite mm. chatty, and I think he recognised me off fifth gear or something. But anyway, bit of
1: polite chat. They,
0: they, <laughs> Hello, mate. they were on the Do beach. Do I know you from
1: fifth gear or something? Yes,
0: and I went, no, you don't. And I uh, carried no. on swearing Once at the, the late kids. Late break, show you shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Screw you guys. And, and um, they went and lay on the beach and chilled. We went in the sea to swim with snorkelling and stuff. Yeah. After about half an hour of enjoying it and me admiring the fact that my choice of wetsuit was superb. Um, <laughs> I we started. uh, My son wanted to go into the shallows a bit, so we swam into the shallows a bit. And I, but I stayed out there. And the guy's dog just decided to come and like greet us. It was a collie. It was an intelligent dog, and it Mm. just ran. It ran up to the shoreline and then just went into the water and started paddling out to us. Well, it paddled past my son and past my Mm. daughter to the to the deep a bit where I was. And Mm. and as it came towards me, I could see in its eyes it got a bit of a panic on. Oh no! Because it thought, a, I don't know who you are, and b, I am so out of my depth. I'm, I'm getting, yeah. I'm, I'm in a bit of a s- sticky situation. <laughs> so it just, it basically clambered onto me. And, and, <laughs> I'm laughing now. I really wasn't, um, and it, and it, it tried to climb up me like I was a rock in the ocean, and. <laughs>
1: Um, Hang on, a collie, a big, big shaggy collie, not a border collie, like a a, a collie collie, sheepdog, like a collie. lassie collie,
0: no, uh, a sheepdoggy collie, so black and oh, white, a border thing. collie, yeah, yeah, okay. you know, intelligent yeah. one, one of those intelligent, yeah, yeah, things. they're smart, yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I, I don't hate dogs. I'm not a dog head. I don't own a dog, but I don't hate them. I just sort of, you know, I'm, I'm a bit
1: finicky. You're a bit dog agnostic though, aren't you?
0: I just, they annoy me easily.
1: <laughs> well, I they annoy me easily, I've got one. Well, that's, they, that's, that's and that's
0: why I wouldn't have one.
1: Because I would be worried that
0: it would annoy me easily.
1: <laughs> um, so <laughs> you just accept the annoyance because of the other side, which is that they're very loving and,
0: yeah. and nice. Yeah, but it licks it licks its own poo and and other dogs vomit and then licks your face in the morning. I'm not. I'm out at that point. Anyway, so so I've got <laughs> this dog. Now have, you now have a sheep. I've got dog a dog. I've got a sheep dog. A cool you. looking dog, and and I can tell it's it's obviously gone up to me. And and as it started scrabbling, I've gone. I've just hugged it because I thought I'll tread water <laughs> and I'm going to hug it so it realizes that <laughs> it's safe. Because otherwise, it's just going to keep flailing. And I thought at the time, I thought bloody hell, its claws are quite. It's got quite sharp claws. I forget. I mean, mm. dogs have got quite strong claws, haven't they? But you don't mm. realise until yeah. it's of tried to climb up you in the sea. Yeah. So um, anyway, I thought I'll swim back in with it because it's it's in a state of panic. The guy by this point had got up and was calling it back.
1: So the dog went back. To- <laughs> <laughs> the dog went back. To- but hang on. Well, you, did it cross your mind to do like you always see on those posters that you're supposed to rescue a, a, a person from the water by cupping them under the chin? Ooh, did I, you think about doing that? No, I dog? didn't do a chin cup. <laughs> no okay no, i don't think we work me. with a dog i think the dog
0: luckily like, well luckily i had goggles on or, or or a mask so i could as we got a bit shallower <laughs> um, i could dip my head under and sort of raise the dog up a bit you know like oh la- lady God. of the lakes back
1: but where is the dog like are you doing front crawl or something and the dog is on your back i'm doing
0: no it's in front of me and i'm holding it oh. in I'm, I'm cradling it in my arms and i'm doing
1: strong oh, breaststroke legs You're like bodyguarding the dog. Yeah, because I can
0: breathe. I'm holding my breath a bit and dipping my head under. I'm holding the dog aloft like it's a gift
1: to the Aztec gods. Yeah? Right, I get you. But they're they're quite big dogs, aren't they? That's like 20 kilos or something that you're lofting there. Well, yeah, tell me about it
0: yeah and you know dad daddy's <laughs> not in shape right now so um <laughs> anyway i get the dog to the shore and the dog manages yeah. to, to to get hold of some grip on the land and off it goes yeah
1: um
0: and I, I i climb out of the sea and the bloke's walking up the beach and he he did actually apologize to me but i, I just sort of went oh it's all right but this is before i'd looked down i looked down wow. and it's 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 torn my wetsuit in four places. Oh, my God. It looks like a really mild shark attack. Bloody hell. But to the point where I was... I mean, I, I might have said something extremely rude in front of my kids. I went, I've, this wetsuit's two hours old. It's two hours old. My last wetsuit I bought when I was 16. And it still is in good condition, albeit it doesn't quite fit me anymore. And it's like mm. I, I invested in a new wetsuit after. Rele- I know you, you. I'm sure you're like this sometimes. You, you research things quite heavily, and then you're very pleased with the final decision, yeah. based upon various parameters. And the, and yeah. that's where I was at. And now I look at it, I go, I've got to try and get this professionally repaired. I've got a huge flap torn down on the chest, and um, one on the shoulder. It looks like a, I've had a kestrel on my flipping shoulder, and then <laughs> then, then another one sort of by, by the kidneys, just because I got. I got treated as wow. a, like a rock in an ocean by a collie.
1: I wouldn't have guessed that a dog's claws could tear through a wetsuit.
0: Me, me too. Especially five mil. Not, five mil. Not happy.
1: Hashtag yeah. not happy. So did you not say to the dog owners, "Excuse me, I saved your dog's life, and you owe me a wetsuit"? I, I the, the kids said that. They said, "Why,
0: well, Daddy? Why didn't you say something to us?" So I, I was so like. The dog wasn't. It, it's not like we were out in the open shipping lane. We hadn't gone that far. It was just. It's. It's one of those
1: beaches. There's <laughs> oh, <shit>. an <laughs> echranoplan coming. Get the dog.
0: <laughs> it's not one of. It was one of those beaches that goes deep quickly. So yeah, you don't have yeah. to be far out to be out of your depth fully.
1: Yeah, I fear those.
0: Do you? Well, I. Yeah. It's a nice beach and um, slapped. It's near Slapton Sands where they did a uh, unfortunately, a, yeah, a um a D Day trial that went very badly wrong but um oh. yeah because it's Saturn
1: same
0: same yes. profile as the uh, as, as the normandy oh, right. beach i think um so uh, anyway yeah i did i was i didn't say anything to him and he's a nice guy and i'm sure i'm sure the dog's lovely the dog seemed lovely it didn't it, it wasn't the dog that woke me up a couple of days previous to that which i opened the curtains and looked down at the beautiful beach where we were staying and there was a dog mm. actually barking at the sea so imagine how long it barked for when it was stood on the beach. Just <laughs> well, think about it. Well, the sea's that. not
1: going away, is it? The so sea's going that's nowhere. The kind of fuck thing my dog would do.
0: Yeah, um, I just, and I couldn't bear it. I tried to go back fact, to sleep,
1: and it was like, you, absolutely. I think when we went to the Gare Peninsula the other week, my dog did bark at the sea at one point. Stop it. The thing is, the sea makes her so happy. It's a delightful thing to see. So it's a happy bark. She just, yeah, that's the thing. She just gets overexcited. She just oh. gets overexcited. She hasn't seen the sea for a while. She just goes tearing down the beach, and then she'll just dive into the sea and sort of splash about a bit. And then it's almost like it just overwhelms her, and she just starts barking at the sea because she's a, a, a dickhead. But it's sweet in a way. Sweet, This is what sweet I mean sea. about dogs. They're annoying, but they're also sweet. You're just sort of, I mean, you know, just like hairy children, really. Yeah, I suppose it is like children. Yeah, it is just like children. Um, speaking of Volvo, well a couple of things well i just i, I looked up see if there's any of those this old school s90s for sale there's one on uh Trader for well i won't tell you first of all i'll tell you it's a it's an s90 executive slash royal level two what uh, which means it's 15 centimeters longer it's the long wheelbase one it's got a sort of slight stretch of the back doors to give more rear leg room. Oh yes, because it's so it's it looks
0: like kind of local mayor specification. Oh, it's exactly <laughs> like
1: full local mayor.
0: Oh, I love yeah. that local he's, mayor.
1: He's got a bit busy with the budget and treated himself to an S ninety executive in nineteen ninety seven. Uh, this car looks amazing. It's green. Again, it's sort of kind of good old money spec in that it's dark green with a cream leather interior. It looks immaculate. It's been basically, I think, restored because it's had, uh, it's had a respray. It's had all sorts of new parts on it, according to the description. But the upshot is it's up for £11,900. What? I don't know. It's not, not, it's not, much, not, I, I
0: don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I know that in the native Sweden, box Volvos have gone up in value and continue to do so because they represent a certain era and... Yeah, like I mean, so so I I quite like it. You know, young young people think that they're pretty cool, and we've talked about this before. Obviously, you can go big to turbo power on them and stuff like that. Mm. Turbo brick mm. hashtag. But um, yeah, I uh, I wouldn't pay eleven. I Don't think I'd pay eleven for one. I'm hoping this guy who keeps driving past my house, who's probably lives in a massive manor about two miles away that I haven't seen yet yeah i'm hoping he'll just i'll flag him down one day um and just i'll make up an excuse like oh i just heard it sounded like a loud wheelbarrow and just wanted to make check that you were all right and he'll go do you know what i've been thinking of getting rid of this do you want it for 600 quid and i buy it <laughs> i buy it at the side of the road outside my house go yeah go on then that sounds great what's your name is it reginald yeah okay yeah oh, hi i'm johnny um so yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking that's what might be the the, the best scenario there but I've never owned mm. one. It's the weird thing. I've 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 owned the two six two Batoni, and I don't think I've ever owned any. Oh, no, a Volvo three forty. But I've never owned a, never owned a, a seven or a nine. Um, my parents have had an eight fifty T five. Yeah, that's, that's, but, yeah. I'm light I on was, the Volvo. I always
1: find that surprising somehow because it's a quite a racy car for parents. But I guess
0: well, I bought it for them. That's why. Ah. see they didn't Um, know they were getting it
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh actually talking of volvos the other thing i was gonna say is we had some friends to stay uh the other day and they drove over from london in their fairly new xc90 oh they're about 10 minutes from our house when they rang up and went uh we've got a puncture oh and it's a, it's a big, like the tyre's split. It's a tear. So just pulled into a petrol station and it won't, you know, we can't get any air back into the tyre. It's just knackered. Um, but uh, we're, we, we don't know what to do, whether to just leave the car here. And, so and I was like, is there a spare in the boot? Yeah, there, I think there is a spare. We can see a spare. There's, so, not, there's not. Is there a spare? We don't really know. Well, it's a space saver, as it turns out. Oh, okay, well that's better I, than I, a... I said. Look, you're ten minutes away. I'll just come down and I can I can change it because they're both going like so. The, the, uh, our friend Lauren, whose car it is, she's she says I've never had a puncture in like twenty odd years of driving, and her husband, who is Swedish, in fact, so I assumed he he wanted the Volvo, but he doesn't drive, so actually he doesn't really care. Oh, but they're both like we've never changed a tire before. I was like, fine, I'll come down. I've come down. I'm on, I'm on in the car. I'm on my way. So I drove down there, and. I don't know whether anyone listening has ever tried to get the locking wheel nut off a modern Volvo, but they have that style where it's um, a patterned outer nut.
0: Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, that,
1: so the, what looks like... First of all, it has plastic covers over all the nuts, and Volvo give you in the boot a pair of tweezers yeah, to pull they, them off. Yeah, they're deeply really annoying, but they are annoying. Annoying, but that's that was the least of it. Because I looked at it and went, what the hell's going on here? Oh, I see. Yeah, they've got covers on. Fine, I get that. And then it looks like underneath you've got just, you know, five normal wheel nuts. But one of them is effectively a falsi, And the actual, the way in which you get grip on it is you use the key, you know, the locking nut key, which has an outer pattern thing that's supposed to fit into it. But they're both incredibly shallow. They are. I, if someone I, yeah. slightly over-torqued. It rounds
0: it. You're the, you you've, you're doomed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, we just couldn't get it to shift. And I was like, I'm going to fuck this if I keep trying to it off and it was raining of course it was at this point yeah. so um the, I, the,
0: the was... shallowness is a is key to this because you just can't get Why enough are they purchase so i don't know because i had i spent an entire day trying to get one of the locking wheel nuts off my honda insight which was are they that type they're that type and in the end i had to use a specialist and we pretty much had to drill into it and uh, and and smash it off, or k- kind of like oh, gr- grind it off. Oh yeah, it took a it took a whole day, an absolute full day, to get one wheel off a car b- to access the the job I was actually needing to do. So it's a complete Canterbury tale. It's
1: infuriating because I yeah. don't, know, done, I can't think I've ever owned a car that's had that type. I've always had the ones with the you know the, the pins uh, effectively. Yeah, which, yeah. and they're no good either. They're cack. They? I mean, They're easily knackered. But this seemed to be particularly on a brand new car. This seemed to be particularly cock And in the end, uh, they just had to ring a Volvo assist and get someone to come out. And the guy, yeah. it, he ended up with a fucking dog. <laughs> Sparky, it's probably sparking. Do you
0: know what the dog's barking at? It's barking. At, it's just seen a, a Volvo S90 classic go yeah. by. get it's, down here, it's quick. Going, listen, is your dog trained? Because you know you can train dogs to find truffles and, I don't know, find drugs. Could you train yeah. your dog to find old money cars? Because that, that yeah. would be we could take the dog on a Never really
1: fruitful walk. Just release her into the countryside and: she just, Eld Eld just money. come back. She, 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 she's quite strong, our dog. she could probably I don't think you could drag, drag a Volvo S90 back, but I bet she could. She's a big
0: dog. She's as long as big, it was on a yeah. very flat surface with, I don't know, at least 35 psi on each tire.
1: What is she shouting at? She oh, do not understand. Being a flip. Unless it really is. She's like, quick, get down here. It's, it's metallic green. <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, just absolutely cock uh locking wheel nut shenanigans. It's just really, really frustrating.
0: I, I feel the pain there. Um, and But also, it's the complexity of, of modern cars. You've got a car that's heavier than... Old, old cars even big old cars you know a lot mm. so jacking it up with a very spindly jack which looks like the leg of a crane fly is always yeah. i think a bit a bit sketchy yeah um things that don't undo so complicated nut saga don't want that and then sometimes you're greeted with the fact that there isn't a spare wheel because you haven't ticked it on an options box which is a whole new conversation itself do you actually option a car with a spare wheel or should all of that just be banned and a car should have a space saver again as was. Uh, I don't mind a space saver. It gets you home. It's a real wheel with a real tyre on yeah. it. So
1: I'm all right with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's still better than gunk, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's still better than gunk. I mean, of course, gunk doesn't work if you've torn the arse out of the tyre. It's no sideways. No, I know, because well, I think it's just
1: going <laughs> to squirt gunk everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I don't. Now, here's the other thing. There's a little sort of um, Listen. epilogue Look. to this story is that. Um, our friends then the following morning had to ring around and try and find a replacement tyre because they didn't fancy driving down the m4 on a space saver Mm. and it's one of those tyres that is model specific oh gosh so it's not just in stock everywhere because it is a, a particular size and rating and everything um what was it i can't remember what make they were pirelli's i think and um it's it's for the the xc90 and she did find one in stock at a quick fit, but only after ringing around a few places because it's just it's not necessarily an off-the-shelf tyre. Mm. I, I imagine... I had this once with a Fiesta ST that I had as long-term, and it turned out the tyres on those, I got a puncture, and the tyres on those were only fitted to certain Mini Coopers and the Fiesta ST. Oh. So it wasn't totally model-specific, but it was near as damaged. So boring, and isn't it? It's just... Yeah, well, it's weird, isn't it? It's like tyres have now become like other sort of major parts of the car where they are bespoke to the car where once it was just like well it was shared with
0: and loads of other cars Uh, oh it is it's a complete cluster but uh, it must be tough for all the tire people because they can't stock everything otherwise they'd have warehouses Mm. the size of i don't know cardington airship sheds so Mm. it's just it's bonkers (laughs) it's absolutely bonkers bonkers oh I wrote the the only thing I have written down, and I've ignored it for three weeks now because uh, I believe the Commonwealth <laughs> Games has just started. And, is uh, yeah, last week started at uh, Birmingham, didn't yeah, it? yeah, all underway, and so athletics is in is in the news and all that. that. Hmm. it, um, Sebastian Coe, uh, yes. Sir, is it Sir? He is a Sir, Lord. Sorry, Lord Coe, Lord Coe,
1: Lord, Lord Sebastian. Yeah, Coe.
0: every time I see Sebastian Coe, and I the 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 the, the surname. When you go on Instagram and, you know, it suggests things that you might like, uh, uh, for uh, for weeks, this was a while back, it kept suggesting COEs to me. And for, I didn't realise what, what COEs were because I thought, oh, what's going on here? I haven't, I, don't, I haven't searched for co's or not knowingly. It stands for cab over engine. Did you know this? Oh, no. So if you search for, like, sort of co trucks... Um, like classic trucks and, and um, a lot of the American stuff, the real nice sort of 50s weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, they call, they class them as codes. So you can have like a whole custom code. Yeah, I didn't know this either because I'd obviously seen a few and maybe liked a picture or two. And mm. the Alan Garrhythm has chased me and gone, oh, you might want a bit of this. And so... I keep thinking of Sebastian Cab over engine now, so I'm thinking, <laughs> he, does does Lord Cab over engine is he going to? Because you know he was he did an amazing thing with the 2012 Olympics, hit, hit, which is bloody ten years ago. Well, wow. um, that is terrifying. Um, do, does he tool around in? a very very specific type of truck which requires late turning into every um into every <laughs> every junction he does a very I late turner you really got to get your eye in with one of those if you're not used to it haven't you oh very very much so you turn he can it's a second later than a normal or two seconds later than a normal person would turn just so you don't clip the back end as you go round so, so, but what
1: about a coach? You know some of those coaches that have very long front overhang and you're sitting right at the front? Oh, awful. awful. What is? The, what's the, I wonder what the, the road-legal vehicle with the longest distance between driver and front wheels, oh. but where the driver is in front of those front wheels. I wonder what it is. It must be some old coach or well, something. Well, you
0: remember those Mercedes SLR bespoke carriers that they made in the 50s. Oh yeah. Which is yes. probably the prettiest car transporter ever. I'm just going to quickly look them up because yeah. they were I think they only made like 3 of them and and they, and one of them exists.
1: But uh, you're right. The it was the, an incredible looking thing. But the driver did sit many many feet in front of the front wheel.
0: Oh feet. I mean so,
1: Oh, yeah, like it, silly. I mean, it would have. Do you know what, though? That kind of style would have been very compatible with poor quality sat nav because there's, a, there's that thing you only know go, Am I supposed to turn here? Is it here? It's, oh, it is here! Oh, God! And then, but you'd have been fine. Of course. It, yes, that's right. The point at which the nav went, No, it is here you're supposed to turn, you'd have been going, Oh, well, I, I, my, I have physically passed the turning, but that's okay because my front wheels haven't yet, and now I'll turn.
0: <laughs> that's right. It, it, it is the Mercedes 300 SLR transporter for the Mm. things like the mille miglia where it was so it was you were so forward of the front wheels i mean honestly you are euro N cap your entire body (laughs) is 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 euro N cap um so that is so i mean sebastian Coe would be he might have the money to buy one of those because i bet he does yeah i bet he does actually
1: i bet he so do you remember the day-to-day the um spoof news show Chris Morris from the 90s excellent show one of my favourite shows of all time and there was a a bit in that where Chris Morris is sort of Paxman like news anchor is interviewing in the studio a woman who's raising money for charity by selling jam (laughs) And then the gag is that he starts off just as a friendly chap, but then he turns on the full blast of, like, the aggressive political interviewer style and starts giving her a really hard time. <laughs> and at one point she goes, well, but we've we've got celebrities donating, Jam. What celebrities? Uh, we've got Sebastian Coe. I hate Sebastian Coe! And... This makes me laugh. And it also used to make TV's Jeremy Clarkson laugh. And and we we had this mutual appreciation of the day-to-day when we were writing Top Gear. We'd often just do lines from the day-to-day to amuse ourselves. Well, that I can see that. I can very much see that. So a few weeks ago, a few months ago, Jeremy was at a party and he saw Sebastian Coe across the room. And he... He made a beeline for him so he could have a selfie with Sebastian Coe so that he could send it to me just because of that joke from the day to day. And Sebastian Coe what, had I... no idea why Jeremy Clarkson was so keen to have a photo with him.
0: I was going to say, because I bet Jeremy doesn't ask for photos with Never. people very
1: often. He's not Never. that guy, is No, he? because he has it happen to him all the time. And so he's he's just not that person. I don't think he's ever... That I'm aware of asked to have a photo with any celebrity because that would be weird, and because he's a celebrity himself. But yeah, he had a selfie with Sebastian Coe purely because of an ongoing joke. That uh,
0: well, maybe, Sebastian. maybe you could ask him. Is the fa- does the fascination also spread to? C- could could maybe Coe. If he was a cab-over
1: engine enthusiast,
0: <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> then there could be a, there could be a newfound respect for the co. I always
1: feel like those like, cab-over-engine uh, things that they're very hot after a while. <laughs>
0: oh shit! Yeah. Well, I I, I had just, a comma camper just, van and it was it was oh, very, yeah. very It was very hot and sweaty and also terrifyingly slow and low geared. Yeah. Well, that's it. So you're but, working um, the
1: engine hard. It's getting very hot, and you've got that. Oh, don't touch that. Don't, don't. It gets very. Don't, don't touch that. It gets very hot.
0: Oh yeah 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 oh. Or, especially if you're sat. I mean, it's okay if you're at sort of. If you're getting air passing through the system, as it were, but if you're if you're sat in in, in a hot kind of summer holiday traffic standstill, the thing's just cooking and sweating, yeah. isn't it? It's very unhappy under there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, very. I mean, the the ultimate inboard engine in modern cars is is that the, that unkillable Toyota, isn't it? The people carrier, which we talked about before. Oh, the, yeah. the press Yeah, Yeah. The, it's so far in there. It's. I mean, you can. You can take bits off it while you're driving it <laughs> right next to you.
1: <laughs> if only it had... You can um, change the air
0: filter. You can change, change the air filter whilst you're going around the North Circular yeah. in London. Oh, shit, you just I've go, I've serviced
1: lost it on the way to there. work. Uh, I, yeah, if only it had... Do you remember that? Um, those VM... VM Motori, those Italian diesel engines that were fitted yeah. to various cars, Rover 800 and
0: Range Range and right. things.
1: And they they had separate heads for each cylinder.
0: Yes, that's right. So you could yeah.
1: do a little bit of a head rebuild while driving. Oh, yeah, you could accept that the compression would be some down gloves. a
0: bit. And you, need some, <laughs> you need some, <laughs> they some, they were not the smoothest,
1: some gloves. not the smoothest anyway. So if anyone could retrofit a Previa with a a VM Motori diesel engine that has separate heads then um then you could do lots of running repairs while you were literally running
0: that's a great idea well is it no it's a terrible idea <laughs> do you, do you know you know, you know lorries um um uh, trucks when you see the cab moving around separate to the yes. to the chassis because yes. it's on those lovely gas shocks yeah, and, I like well, it looks that. like a yeah. I like that as well. But it does it really really reminds me of um when people pick up hens or chickens and move them around oh, yeah. and the head stays dead still. Yeah. But the body can be doing anything. And I also like it when 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 they accelerate hard in those trucks the sort of cab rear's up. Like mm. a bit like a water slosh situation if you've got I don't know, paddling pool in the boot of a Volvo. And you, you clutch, you clutch kick it a bit, and of course you get that massive surge of water. and Then you have to ride that wave. And I, my dad said the other day, this was when I was down there after we'd seen the guy with the uh, arse falling out of his shorts. Um, he said to me, oh, have you ever seen a lorry transporting trout? And I went, no. <laughs> And he said, oh, well, because um, I know why it was, because we were on that trail and it's quite close to a trout farm. Mm. And he said, oh, I've seen a lorry go by before that was transporting live trout. Oh I said, gosh. that's awesome. How on earth do they do that? Because it must be so heavy, so heavy with all the water. Well, it's probably uh, also- I mean, fuel
1: tankers, they're carrying a large quantity of fluid. It is doable, isn't it? But That's
0: true. And also, a, um, what's the things that put out fires? Fire engine.
1: Fire engine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, those. Those is it as well. Possible your memory is getting even worse. Ah, oh, I, I fear that.
0: I do feel that. I, I should really do things that stimulate the mind, like Sudoku. Yeah. I think that's going to be <sighs> a name of a car soon. It, They'll be.
1: Oh well, now look, we should we should Sudoku. bring this to a close. I was going to say this. Is, I had a whole thing I want to talk to you about car names, but I'll, I'll save it till next week. It's not time specific, so. Um, but yes, Sudoku, Trisha. the Toyota Sudoku. Um,
0: Toyota Sudoku would work, but it might be Japanese market only, and then one of us will stumble yeah. on it and yeah. then try and bring it over, and there'll be a couple of about like the Toyota yeah. Will, which still looks like the strangest vehicle it's in the strange, world. Isn't it? Um, looks like I don't know, sort of Picasso opium smoking. Um, Yaris but um, I'm now obsessed with cab over engine, uh, that, that Mercedes SLR transporter, apparently it was a one off.
1: Oh was which, it? It still know. exists it though, three- doesn't
0: it? It does, Merck I think restored it or mm. recreated it, it might have been it might have been destroyed mm. um, and then they might, but it could fully laden, it could do um, 105 miles an hour What? So just think about that in the mid 50s and the driver is about, I don't know, four feet in front of the front steering axle. And you're doing 100 with a race car on the back. Christ alive. Yeah. Well, terrifying. Um, terrifying. Yeah, especially if you were sort of, I don't know, suddenly fumbling around for the cigarette lighter in the footwell. And got a bit into a into a bit of a weave, a speed weave situation. <laughs> Do you call them speed weaves? I don't know. It sounds like a sort of eddie jordan hairstyle but um yeah
1: <laughs> all right well anyway we better anyway start looking for the exit on this one um before we anyway, go however listen i have three things to tell you uh they are one johnny has a solo youtube channel it's called the my mate rate show in which Johnny travels the world, meeting people who have a friend or acquaintance called Rachel. If that's not... This is just getting so silly. If that's not up street, there's of course the Late Break Show, which has many excellent videos about cars and vans. There's a 20 electric There'll be a 20 vid it. There now or 20 soon. 20. We don't know yet. Uh, second thing I've got to tell you is that we have merch. We have t-shirts, we have mugs, we have stickers. Go to thelatebreakshow.com. Look for the merch shop and follow the smith and sniff link to see many beautiful bounties that you can buy to show your appreciation of this podcast Uh, and the third thing i've got to tell you is that uh, if you are familiar with the apple watch you'll know you can have a mickey mouse face that pays tribute to those old mickey mouse watches of the 80s but what's amazing is that uh, on the apple watch mickey's foot taps each second but because of the way that those watches work and it's all synchronized <clears> to a central time clock every single foot on every single apple watch or with mickey mouse on it in the world is tapping at the same time oh gosh i mean oh, i'll like, i looked look. this up that's not actually strictly true apparently there are sort of millisecond variations but the eye they're below the point at which the eye can actually appreciate the difference Supposedly. Bloody hell. Okay, Yeah. I think
0: Mickey's... I think there's something underlyingly creepy about Mickey Mouse. Yes. But we probably shouldn't go into that. Yes. And the fact that people really sort of believe in people dressed up as Mickey Mouse at Disney. Again, another layer of just terror, creepiness.
1: I'm glad it's not just me that thinks there's something off about Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Oh, there's something definitely <laughs> off about him. I mean, come is it, on. Cause it, I think it might be because he slightly reminds me of Michael Jackson, but it's the high voice. Well, he I sounds
0: guess. like Michael Jackson. Yeah, he definitely is, yeah. sounds like the Jackson. Anyway, um, look, we, let's, not, let's yeah. not go
1: down this avenue. No, we can't. Election, but um, no. instead, just say thank you very much for listening. We'll be doing this all again at the same time next week. But until then, goodbye. Bye now.